Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What's good, everybody? Welcome into Early Edge, your daily sports betting show of record. We are powered by the almighty sports line, the absolute best value in all of sports betting, and it is not close. Every single Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern time, we're here for all the props you could possibly want. So as we move throughout the next 30 to 45 minutes, I want you to put as many in the comments section as you want. Right, we'll get try to get to as many as we can. My guys will do their official picks in the games that they like, but we try to make this as interactive as possible. Also, pound that like button. It is so important for the growth of the show. If I get to 200 likes or 100 likes, we'll give away a year-long sub. 200 likes, two year-long memberships, two sports slides. We've got a lot to get to, so let's bring in the stars of the show. You know the names. You know the faces right below me. Now, don't get it twisted. This man may or may not have had a career writing for pro wrestling, but not today. It's about NFL props. What's good, Dave coach. It's great to talk with you again and to go over props again. I need to do better than I did last week and I'm working on it. And I think this will be the week. There's something I want to point out though. There there was an interesting prop in the Thursday night game. Robert Woods over under was 60 and a half yards. And this guy, man, he was terrible through the first four weeks of the season. And you see that line of 60 and a half. And I would imagine a, a regular Joe of the betting public would have said, there's no way he gets a 60 yards. Mm-hmm. Well, he got way over 60 and a half yards. That tells me that the people that are starting to make these lines are catching on to the idea that they can fool the public. And we've seen that for years with regular spreads on games. Now we're going to start to see it. And remember that thought when we get to one of my picks later on on the show. Now I will tell you that maybe other shows and other brands didn't know about Robert Woods, but the early edge damn sure did last night. Cause if you watch early edge live, you cash Robert Woods across the board, which brings us to our next guy. We like to call him proppy. Now he has prop stars at Twitter. He is one of our favorites. Now I will say this because many people don't know this, Alex, that you give out picks on Twitter. You give out picks here on early edge. But you also have an article of Sportsline. In that article, you are 13 and 7 so far. So there's so many different ways to consume what you're giving us. Hello once again, sir. Hello, Coach. Hello, Dave. It's a pleasure to be here. This is my favorite hour of the entire week. I look forward to this all week to hang out with you guys. I also want to point out that I'm 15 and 5 on this very show. So Wow. It doesn't matter where you go. You're catching. We already had Eric. I see you in the comments section. He said, I can't wait for some of prop stars picks. We were still waiting for somebody to say they're waiting for Dave's picks, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) We're working on it. We'll get there. (laughs) We'll we'll get there one day. (laughs) All right, let's jump into it. Now the first game we're looking at the jets and the Falcons. Sure. On paper, who cares about this game? The, The numbers are minus two and a half. The total is at 45, but as you guys know, in the world of props, 
every game matters. Dave, let's start with you. What do you like in this game? Oh, man, one of the winners that I had last week had to do with a kicker going up against the Jets and something that I've been telling you for a while now. The Jets, three straight weeks, have allowed at least four field goal attempts to the opposing kicker. So I'm riding this gravy train that I've got going. Last week, it was Randy Bullock, and I think you had to lay a lot of juice on him. It's less ju- it's less juice this week to go with Young Way Koo, the kicker for the Atlanta Falcons, to get over one and a half field goals. It's minus 140. And by the way, Calvin Ridley not playing for the Atlanta Falcons. It might mean that that offense stalls a little bit more in the red zone, which will lead to more field goal attempts for our new best friend, Mr. Koo. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Now, you do like another play in that game, do you not? I do. We're going to keep it up with the crazy names on the Atlanta Falcons side. <laughs> okay. Can you pronounce this guy's name? If oh you can't, it's no big deal. Olamide Zacchaeus. You got the last name, Coach. You got the last name. Olamide? Olamide. Olamide. As okay, if, you Olamide. know, like there's like a national cheeseburger day and a national, you know, <laughs> hat day, whatever. If there was a national llama day, it would be Olamide. <laughs> and his last name is Zacchaeus. I don't know what I can do with that, but you, you said that last name perfect. So you know who this guy is. Okay. And this is going to be the primary replacement in Atlanta's offense for Calvin Ridley. We've already seen him play a lot this year. He lines up in the slot a decent amount. He lines up outside a lot. Now I think he's going to end up lining up outside a little bit more because Calvin Ridley's out. But here's the cool thing about Mr. Zacchaeus. He has four career games. He's a young guy. He really hasn't been in the league very long, but he is very quick. In four games in his career, he's had at least six targets. He's gotten you at least four catches in three of those four games. I think he's going to get you another four catches or more in this matchup against the New York Jets, whose secondary on paper looks pretty good. They've only given up two touchdowns all year through the air, but they are not that good, and they are depleted. I think over three and a half catches is the play for Olamide Zacchaeus, and it's plus 120, Coach, so we can make a little bit of bank on this one. One of my absolute favorite props of the week for this matchup against Gang Green. And you know we love that plus number, and anytime that I can hear National Cheeseburger Day on the show, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Now, we're going to stay in this game because my man Alex also has targeted a couple of plays that he really likes. Alex, talk to me. Yep, I've got two props in this game as well. First off, I just want to say I really like Dave's props. That Young Way Koo prop, I love that. He's one of the best kickers in the league. So, yeah, to not have a super <laughs> juice line on him, I think, is very plus EV. But, yeah, the two props that I'm working with is Core Darrell Patterson, over 41 and a half receiving yards. Um, how often in a player's ninth season does he have a breakout campaign like when does that happen in the history of the nfl when have you seen a guy in his ninth year finally just blow up and he's honestly been atlanta's best player i don't think there's any argument did you guys know he leads i know dave knows this but he leads the league in touchdowns corderell patterson leads the league in touchdowns wait a second what do you mean Dave knows this? You don't think I can know this? <laughs> well, I know Dave's a fantasy like a, guy, coach. That was like a backhanded shot. Not at all. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Did, did you know, coach? Did you know? No, I did not know that. But that's not the point. The point is he said I didn't know. And that's what I have an issue with. All right, Alex, continue. Yeah, so this once prolific return specialist, he's converted from a part-time receiver sass 
special teams player to a running back. I mentioned he's been Atlanta's best player. I just said he's tied for the league lead in touchdowns. He has five. He leads all running backs with 18 receptions. He has 235 receiving yards. That is 58 receiving yards per game through four games. He'll face a Jets team that has surrendered the second most receptions to opposing running backs. In addition to the second most receiving yards to the position, the Jets have allowed 288 receiving yards to opposing running backs this season. That's good for a whopping 72 yards per game. Um, yeah, I just think Corderell looks explosive. I think without Ridley, Dave mentioned no Ridley. Uh, there's no gauge in today. He's going to be um, the center or the focal point of Atlanta's offense. Um, yeah, coming off of a three straight games with at least 58 yards and five receptions, I am just very bullish on the prospect of Patterson continuing to be a featured part of Atlanta's passing attack. So, yeah, I absolutely love this uh, prop. So, yeah, just to remind you, it's Corderell Patterson over 41 and a half receiving yards. The other prop that I have from this game that I absolutely love is Jamison Crowder over four and a half receptions. This one is going to be a bit juiced. I believe it's around one minus 140 the last I checked. So Crowder made his season debut last week and finished with nine targets, seven catches, 61 yards and a touchdown. The former Duke Blue Devil was Zach Wilson's favorite target, continuing a trend of the rookie heavily targeting the slot. Braxton Berrios in the previous three games had 21 total targets. So Zach Wilson is looking at his his slot receiver, whoever that happens to be, which is now Crowder, a ton. Um, Crowder has quietly racked up at least five catches in eight of his last 13 regular season game. The Jets and Zach Wilson have a favorable matchup against a very soft Falcons secondary. Obviously, Dave and I have loved props. This is our fourth one from this game, so there's a lot of really appealing things to target. Um, yeah, the Falcons secondary has just struggled stopping anyone. Crowder has made a career out of running high percentage routes close to the line of scrimmage. The Jets will need his reliable hands in order to sustain drive, move the ball between the 20s. I have Crowder penciled in for six catches, and I think he continues his hot start this weekend in London. I just got a notification, true story, from ADT that they are now putting security outside of your house where you live because you're so hot right now on, on props. I just I just came through. It's crazy. It's crazy. All right, moving on to our next game, Titans-Jags. Now, last week, full disclosure, Titans burned me. I went against everything I believe in in picking a suicide pool pick and picked a road team in the first eight weeks, and they oh. burned me with the Jets. However, I'm back. I did the buy back into, you know, the, the, all the losers in the first four weeks. So I'm still back in it. It's far less money, but I'm still back in it. But the Titans are on the road again this week, taking on the Jags, one Eastern, the total of 40 half. We know the Jags week has been an absolute disaster with Urban Meyer. But Alex, you see something in this game that you really like. What is it? I do indeed, coach. And I'm going to stick with my trend. I think I mentioned to you last week, I got tipped off on a play in my DMs. I think that opened up the floodgates and I had a lot more DMs with a lot more plays this week. So I want to shout out the guy who sent me this play because I absolutely love it. It's Dan Arnold over two and a half receptions. It's plus 150. I know we like those plus 150 numbers at Caesars. I also like his reception yards over 22 and a half. So I, you can play either of these. You can put half a unit on both them however you want to do it i like both numbers um the jags just traded their former number nine overall pick in 2020 cj henderson to get dan arnold we all know after last weekend how much urban meyer loves tight ends he went on record saying how much he loves dan arnold 
Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Alex, I was brilliant. You're, you're, you're not the only one. You're not the only brilliant. one. You're not the only one. And neither is Urban, for the record. I'll continue, gentlemen. Please, please continue. Please yes. continue. Arnold ran routes on 41% of his snaps. He was targeted on 17% of his routes run, 10% of the total team targets three days after joining the teams. The Jags had three other tight ends playing in this game, all with one catch each. This rotation most likely is just due to Arnold getting used to the playbook and just frankly getting off the plane. The tight end combined target percentage in week four was 22%. Combined reception percentage was 29 percent before an injury in week four where dj chark was running routes on 85 percent of his snaps he was targeted on 70 17 percent of those routes and total team targets of 16 percent per pff arnold has the eighth best tight end matchup this weekend against rashawn evans tight end from the titans pff has him as a grade at 37 and a half terrible who is allowing a catch on 75 percent of his targets while in coverage they use they're going to use dan arnold all over the field because lavisca chenault is taking over a lot of those snaps that dj chark is giving up um yeah so i love this spot for dan arnold um if you look at the yardage allowed per game excuse me i'm looking at the wrong sheet um it's yeah, all right. I love this. I love this spot for Dan Arnold. Um, we also saw previous. The reason they acquired Dan Arnold was because James O'Shaughnessy, who was the um, the Jags tight end, he was heavily featured in the passing game. He got injured. He's on a season ending injury. So that's what prompted the Jags and Urban Meyer, who loves his tight ends to go out and get James or excuse me, go out and get Dan Arnold. So, yeah, I think. Dan Arnold is going to have a big role in this offense. I think he's going to pick up a lot of that work that DJ Chark is leaving on the table. And yeah, I love the spot. I, I, I love it too. I, I think it's really bright on the season. Jacksonville has an 18% target share to its tight ends. So that tells me that they are involved in the offense. They're not big time. Like some other teams around there that have great tight ends. But if we're looking for three catches over four quarters for Dan Arnold against the Titans and, and we're getting, it's a plus. Plus one fifty, Dave. Yeah, I'm. I love this one. I'm sorry Thank to jinx you, you, but I love this one. <laughs> That's true. It does kind of feel like a jinx if you're if you're backing Alex. Uh, real <laughs> quick, staying staying in this game, uh, we have a YouTube question. Uh, Derek Henry. We talked about this last week. His number was like a minus, or was it 120? And we're like, oh, that's crazy high. And he just went way over that this mm-hmm. week. One fourteen and a half. Anybody want to take this one? I think it's worth going over. I, I, I think you take the chance on it. You look at the track record of how he's done against Jacksonville. It's, it's mostly amazing. He's from the area, so he seems to really amp up for the game. Jacksonville's run defense, I, I, statistically, they don't rank very high, but I don't think they're necessarily terrible. But I do think Derrick Henry is going to continue to be fed catches. One of the props that didn't make the show for me was Derrick Henry's over on receptions. I think he continues to be used in that mm-hmm. regard. Um, but I, I think he's got a chance to get you 120 minimum your total yards in the game. Okay. Well, that was just rushing yards. That was just rushing. Oh, it's just it rushing. Total. Yeah, it was just rushing. Yeah, that was just rushing. Ooh, I don't know if yeah. I love quite as much. Yeah. Uh, but last last week he ran for a buck sixty. You know. Yeah. I mean, that's what he does. Go ahead, I, Alex. I, let's put it this way. Yeah. Let's put it this way. I don't okay. have a lean toward the under. 
And I wouldn't I like, bet against Derek I like Derek how Henry. you said that. I like how you said that. Alex, what do you got? I'm with Dave. I feel the exact same way. I don't have, I, this is not an under I'm considering in any uh, aspect or fashion, but what I would pay attention to is if AJ Brown plays, I think in that scenario, in theory, you would think it would kind of open things up a little bit more for Henry, but I don't think they, they want to give the guy 30, 35 carries a game. I think if AJ Brown plays, although it will, you know, perhaps get the, 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 the opposing defense to back up a little bit and not necessarily stuff the box against him. I think they're going to have a more balanced attack. So yeah, I, I would only look under at this prop, but this is a huge number. And I'd also pay attention to um, AJ Brown's status. If he doesn't play, then I can see a scenario where they just have by default have to give Henry 30 touches. And in that scenario, I would potentially consider the over. By the way, we did play the over with his receiving yards last week, and we cashed that ticket, too, based off a lot of uh, what you said there, Alex. Uh, by the way, our man Danny in the YouTube comment section uh, said he rushed for over 200 yards against them last year. So thank you, Danny, for exactly that done it as well. He's, he's Sorry to interrupt you, Coach. He's done oh. it twice over his last five games. He's gone over 150 yards in three of his last five against Jackson. Right. I saw someone on Twitter post like a thing, just him, how excited he is to go back to like where he's yeah. from. And yeah, he gets, yeah. he gets up for these games. Yeah. He gets pumped. I'm telling you, I, I, I tell it all the time. I say motivation is a big deal that it's hard to handicap. It's hard to handicap motivation and how bad a player wants to play. All right. Keep those questions coming in the YouTube comment section. Also keep pounding that like button. When we get to a hundred, we'll give away a year long membership. 200. We'll get to two, uh, give away two year long memberships. All right. Our next game. And I'm going to have an extra prop question for this one. Eagles, Panthers, Panthers land three coming off the defeat in Dallas. The Eagles have also already lost to the Cowboys this year. Uh, the total sitting at 44 and a half. This is a one Eastern game. And I believe Dave, you're targeting a play that I loved a week ago. We cashed a week ago and you like it again this week. What do you like? We're going right back to it. We now know that Caesar Sportsbook does not watch this show or listen to this show <laughs> as intently as it should, because if it did, the number for receptions for Zach Ertz would not still be at a lousy two and a half. And it certainly wouldn't be at minus 115. It would be a lot heavier than minus 115. It's the same argument that I made last week, coach, when he went up against your Chiefs and lost to your Chiefs, by the way. He's playing a ton. 97% of his routes two weeks ago were pass plays. 86% of his routes, or of his total snaps, were routes. What I'm saying is when he's on the field, it usually means Philadelphia is throwing. And if Philadelphia is throwing, it usually means he's catching. And they are using him to make easy throws for Jalen Hurts to make. And I think what we're going to continue to see him get four or five catches per game. I love him in PPR fantasy leagues. And the fact that it's only two and a half catches, three ca this this ticket will be cashed by halftime, coach. Dave, you almost had it cashed by the end of the first drive last week. Yeah. The first drive, not even yeah. the first half. This is my favorite he, one of the week. Yeah, it, it, it's it. his, what do they call it? Your, your blanket, your protective blanket, uh, your baby blanket. Security That's who's blanket. Security, Security blanket. blanket. That's, why can't I think of that word? Uh, a couple mm. of props from this game, guys. Let's go to Alex for the first one. DJ Moore over six and a half catches. 
Uh, I like it quite a bit. I don't see a way the Eagles secondary can stop him. He has been Sam Darnold's favorite target. I think he's had at least six catches. I'm not sure if it's either six or seven. And every single game this year, he's been one of the most productive wide receivers. The Eagles secondary has really struggled. I thought they would be better on paper, but they are not. They played well in the first week versus Atlanta, but since then they've just been torched by everybody. So yeah, I would lean over on this. I saw this as low as five and a half on some books before I came over here. I prefer to play it somewhat juiced at five and a half because seven is a big number there could be a game script component in this game where Carolina is up big versus a reeling Eagles team that simply has not looked good and they're relying on their running game and running out clock in the second half if you believe this game is going to be competitive then I absolutely think he's going to go over all right very good very good all right Dave let me come back to you another YouTube question Sam Darnold over 255 and a half passing yards seems like a slam dunk right i think he's been over that number every game this season and so and and i know christian mccaffrey it looks like he's expected to play but i don't think that really changes how the panthers offense is going to operate if anything i think having mccaffrey back would help christian or would help sam darnold get over 255 yards it almost seems too good to be true right like why would they make it this low against an eagles team that we would absolutely say is not as good as we thought it would be. Alex said it. It's true. I would, I would take the over, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't go crazy on it because there's something a little fishy about this line being as low as it is. So maybe just a little sprinkle, maybe just a little sprinkle on the over. Just to have some fun. No trouble. Just a double sprinkle. Just a double sprinkle. Double sprinkle. Now, you guys, I got to tell you something. You, You probably don't even realize this, okay? That you guys are becoming so popular and so big that we now have commercials in the show. And I'm not kidding you. So just hang tight as we hear from our friends. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. We have a ride, baby. Let's go. Alex, what, what, what are you holding there? Coach, since we're adding ads or we're doing commercials in the middle of each episode, this is a commercial brought to you by Prop Stars. What I am holding right here is a limited edition Jonathan Coachman action figure that I have received courtesy of the bosses. This was sent to me. I opened it on air last night. It is in its box in mint condition. It's absolutely amazing. If you can zoom in on it, you see that it even includes the hardcore belt. We've got coach (laughs) on the side of it looking great. It's amazing. I am giving this away the day or the moment or the episode when we receive 1000 likes, when we get a thousand likes in an episode, this will be given away to one lucky sports line viewer. So I just want to remind everybody that the day that that happens, this will be yours. I think it's going to happen Sunday or Monday. That's my gut. That's my gut. And to be clear, it has to be likes live on the show. Yes. It has to be live on the show. 
Yes. All right. All right. That's an, that's an, I, I can't believe you found it. I mean, because when you say limited edition, it was very limited edition. Uh, however, it was one of my favorites. I had three different action figures. True story. I had the fastest selling action figures set in the history of the business. Now, the other two guys in it were Triple H and Shawn Michaels, but that means nothing. <laughs> that means nothing. It was all about me. It was all about me. I love all that. right. So keep that that's just kind of out there in the distance. It's kind of a Shangri-La. When we get to a thousand likes on one live show, boom, somebody's gonna win that very, very, very cool prize. Uh, don't forget, keep hitting that like button today because we got to give away some more memberships to Sportsline. We're growing in leaps and bounds. We want all of you to be a part of what we're doing. All right, let's get back to our picks now. Patriots laying nine on the road at Houston, one Eastern, the total sitting at 39 and a half. You rarely ever see a total with a three in front of it. But Alex, you found something in this game coming off a really good, gritty performance and a loss to the Bucks. What do you like with New England? Yeah, so I like Damian Harris over 14 and a half rushing attempts. I checked right before we went on live and it was minus 135 at MGM. Uh, teams are running the ball against the Texans 30.8 times per game. That's the fourth most rushing attempts per game in the NFL. In the first two weeks of the season, Harris combined for 39 carries. Since then, he's had only 10 carries in his last two games, but that came against Tampa Bay and New Orleans. I mentioned how often teams are running against the Texans, but the Saints and the Bucks are just a completely different story. They are two of the best run defenses in the NFL. Opposing teams are only averaging 17 and a half rushing attempts per game against Tampa Bay and 21.2 versus New Orleans. If you look at a yards per allowed per game, the Saints and Bucks are literally one and two right next to each other. So it is no shame whatsoever. The fact that this guy was not running and the, 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 the New England, frankly, just didn't have a run heavy game plan. So, yeah, mm-hmm. Tampa Bay gives up 47 and a half rushing yards per game, which is just an unbelievable stat. So, yeah, I do like Damian Harris's rushing prop as well. But this opened at 63 and I believe it's up now over to 70. So I actually think the 14 and a half rushing attempts is a tiny bit safer, um, which is why I'm leaning that way in comparison to his yardage total. But I also do like his yardage total. I wouldn't play it probably over. 71, 72, uh, 73 and a half yards. But yeah, I'm high on Damian Harris this week. I expect him to be a big part of the Patriots game plan. I expect him to end up flirting with close to 20 carries in the game. This game just screams get in and get out if you're the Patriots. And that means run that football. Dave, I'm coming to you. I see you, Winifred. I see you, Winifred. Texans team total. 14 and a half. And do we like the under or the over there? Dave, you take this one. I, I think I like the under better than the over. It's hard for me to, to look at a defense that just did a good job of holding down Tampa Bay's offense to under 20 points. And to, to say that they're going to give up, uh, you know, close to as many points against Davis Mills and the Texans. Houston's a mess right now. Mills is terrible under center. Uh, Danny Amendola is coming back. He might be their second best receiver on the team behind Brandon Cooks. They're not getting their tight ends involved nearly as much. The offensive line is doing a terrible job. And Bill Belichick, if if, if you believe it, if you never believed it before, you're going to believe it now after what happened last week, that Bill Belichick is a fantastic schemer against any quarterback, including Tom Brady. And now he's going from the GOAT 
to like probably somebody who's on par talent wise with a literal goat, like the actual the animal in, da- yeah. in, uh, in David's nose. And I'm it's wrong for me to say that. I should probably take it back, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Davis Mills is going to struggle against Bill Belichick in this defense. Uh, I think they'd be lucky to. I, I I think they'd be lucky to get 13 points in the game. A touchdown, two field goals. I don't even know if they get that high. This is nothing. Yeah, unless they take the you know the starting defense off. By the way, <clears throat> not that you should be embarrassed by a female name at all, but Winifred just said, "Coach, this is my wife's account." A, where's your wife? And B, tell her we said hello. We appreciate that. All right. But he had to make sure that it, we knew it wasn't her. I don't care if it is her. We'd love to have her on the show, too. All right. We've got a winner in our 100 likes. Let's get to 200 real quick. At Vance Scott. Not Bart Scott. At Vance Scott. The jeweler will reach out to you on social media. By the way, have you guys noticed how big of a star the jeweler is becoming? Like, people are asking for him. He's kind of like Oz. Shows up every now and then. You hear his voice every now and then, but you rarely get to see the jeweler on camera. But a lot of people, a lot of people are all about the jeweler these days. All right. Moving. Shout out, jeweler. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Shout out, jeweler. All right. Moving on. Next game. And Dave, I'm coming directly at you. We talked about the Bucs are laying a full 10. Total sitting at 48. They're hosting the Miami Dolphins. What do you like in this game, Dave? I love Mike Gusecki over three and a half catches. You got to lay 135 on it, but I, I think this is a slam dunk. Since Jacoby Brissett has taken over, and I mean literally from the moment he's taken over, Mike Gusecki has led the Dolphins in targets, catches, and yards. He's found the end zone. He is the second most targeted tight end in the entire entire league of national football. And it's over the past two weeks that he's been that. So I think that there's absolutely no question that Kasiki against a Tampa Bay secondary that's all kinds of beat up is going to continue to get fed throws from Jacoby Brissett. Furthermore, it was learned on Friday that Devontae Parker is now going to be a game-time decision for the Miami Dolphins because of a hamstring. That's on top of a shoulder injury that he has. So Gasecki might end up being the number one target, period, for the Dolphins' offense in this game against the Bucs where they're going to be trailing. Brissett clearly likes him. This is an easy one. He's going to, he might get six catches. He might get seven. He might double this number. Over three and a half at minus 135. Easy peasy. Well, I mean, if you say it's a slam dunk and it's a little bit juicy, then obviously on this particular prop, Dave, the juice. It's worth the squeeze. You're damn right it is. And it is right here. And by the way, just so you know, I wasn't laughing at you as you were giving your take. uh, But Alex makes me laugh so much that he's over here just sipping his coffee. Like he's just kicking it at the breakfast table while you're giving away your hardcore Miami Dolphins prop on the show. (laughs) I love that prop, by the way. And he loves the prop. Good, good. I, I, need, I need that going for me here because you know I, I'm, I'm kind of scared to say when I like your props, Alex. I don't want to. I don't want to jinx you. I don't want to put it down that like yeah, I like it too. And then all of a sudden the guy gets hurt in the first quarter. <laughs> Everyone's going to come out with their pitchforks for me. <laughs> all right, next game. Next game. Hey, hey, Dave, you're actually getting some love, my man, Eric. Love that play, Dave. You're a minch. You're a minch, Dave. A minch. My mom says the same. 
<laughs> All right, let's go Bears and the Raiders live from Las Vegas. Minus five and a half. That's the Raiders. They are the favorites. This is a 405 Eastern kick. The total is 44. Alex, coming back to you. What do you like in this game? Yes, sir. I've got an under for coach. Remember, everybody coach loves under. So type that in the chat. Coach loves under. So, yeah, we've got Justin Fields under 18 and a half completions after a just disastrous week three performance. Fields back bounce bounced back against the hapless Lions and played well enough for Chicago to come away with an easy 24 to 14 victory last week against Detroit Bears head coach Matt Nagy did not put too much on the rookie signal signal callers plate and fields only attempted 17 passes in the game I do expect that number to rise that week I'm not expecting the Bears to just suddenly overnight turn into a high-volume passing attack. Chicago will take on a Raiders defense that looked very soft up the middle on Monday night against the Chargers and Austin Eckler. Los Angeles running backs combined for nearly 175 yards rushing on the ground, a 6.1 yards per carry average against the Raiders. Uh, Fields also has connected on less than 50% of his passing attempts, not a huge sample size this season. Um, That number should rise as the rookie gets more comfortable in the offense, but if he's going to complete 1920 passes, you have to imagine that's going to require him to throw the ball upwards of 32 to 35, or it would take 40 times. If you're just doing straight, if you're extrapolating the fact that he's only completing 50% of his passes. So it's going to take a lot of passes for him to get to that many completions. I expect Matt Nagy to continue to bring fields along slowly, not ask him to do too much. I think this number should be closer to like 15.5 or 16.5. I just think it provides tremendous value at 18 and a half or open at 19 and a half. So yeah, either of those numbers, you can still find 19 and a half. I love it even more. I don't know what I despise more. <clears throat> the fact that the people in the comment section are listening to you or you're using words that I can't spell like extrapolating. All right. Either one of those things I don't like. Or an under coach right now. Yeah, they're all right. And coach hates unders. I tell you what, it's going to be the vein of my existence. I swear to you, I think you guys just like to mess with me. And then every time you throw an under out there, it cashes. And so I'm, I'm, I'm very conflicted. I'm always conflicted. I love to cash tickets. But damn it, do I hate unders. Oh, with every piece of my being. All right. Final game on our docket this week. And we're having so much fun. We're here every single Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern time with these two idiots that I love to call friends. All right. 425 Eastern. 49ers, Cardinals. Cardinals laying five. They're the only undefeated team left, Dave, in the entire National Football League. The total sitting at 49. We like in this game. I'll tell you who I don't like. Uh, I think he can score, but I don't think he's going to get a ton of yardage, and that's DeAndre Hopkins. So uh, get ready for me to get under your skin, Coach. We're going under on DeAndre Hopkins, 75 and a half receiving yards. He's had 67 or fewer receiving yards each of his past three games. Between Hopkins, Christian Kirk, and A.J. Green, Hopkins ranks third in yards per catch, average depth of target, yards per route run, explosive plays, but he is first in target share. Barely. He's got 18.6% of the target share in Arizona. AJ Green's right behind him at 18%. And Christian Kirk is at 13.4%. There's no real distance between Hopkins, who we all think of as the best receiver in Arizona, and the other two guys, AJ Green, formerly an amazing receiver, but still getting the job done as the number two guy. And Christian Kirk, who was amazing until last week, when he lined up in the slot against LA and he only had one catch in the game, but he lined up in the slot. He saw a lot of Jalen Ramsey. He certainly played as much as he always has. 
which is why I've got a bonus for you, coach, because I know you hate unders. So I'm going to give you an over and then we're going to parlay the two of them together. We are going to make a mega parlay with the Arizona Cardinals. It's only a two, two part parlay. It's not that mega, but I'm going with it. Christian Kirk's receiving yards this week is at 41 and a half. And I bet that the odds makers made that number thinking that the general public would say, well, this guy had one catch last week. There's he had like a, he had no yards. There's no way he's getting 41 and a half. And yes, he will. Because in his first three games, when they weren't taking on the Rams and they didn't have the, the slot area, the middle of the field all locked up by Jalen Ramsey, Christian Kirk was getting 60 plus yards per game. So the bonus is Christian Kirk over 41 and a half. That's also minus 115. And if you parlay the two together in a same game parlay, it's plus 231. That's not bad. Not, not 230. Not, to take that. not 235, but plus 231. Plus 231. That's what it came out at Caesar Sportsbook. All right. Well, whenever you have a plus 231, you know Alex is going to weigh in on it. What do you got, Alex? All right, just to back up, Dave Moore, there's also a ton of mouths to feed in the offense. Rondell Moore, Max Williams, Chase Edmonds has had, I think, four catches in all four games so far. Yeah, there are a ton of mouths to feed in that offense. I do like Hopkins a little bit this week, but I totally understand Dave wanting to go under considering his past performance and, yeah, just how many options there are in that passing offense. It makes a lot of sense. I will say this. If there's one under that I don't mind, it's receiving props because you can really tell when the game starts how the game script is going to go because I learned that from you guys. Game script, depth of target, all these things I didn't know before. And so I don't mind under receiving yards because there's so there's such a variance. So, Dave, I don't hate that this week. I don't hate it. Nice. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. All right. Gosh, I love this show so very much. Real quick, we did have a YouTube question. Baker Mayfield, torn labor, we found out this week. Same injury that apparently OBJ's been dealing with for a decade. How do we feel about uh, getting that news? And either one of you can weigh in here on Baker, and, and a lot of the numbers aren't out yet for him because of the injury. But would we stay away from his props this week, or would that not scare you at all? He's been playing. He's been playing through it, and he's played well. I mean, he, his numbers haven't jumped off the page, but that's not typically what a Browns offense with Baker Mayfield looks like. They rely on their run game. They're going to continue to rely on their running game. They have the best two-one-two punch in the league. They also have the best run-blocking offensive line, or probably the best offensive line period in the NFL. So he's in a really advantageous position where he could be protected by that offensive line. He could be protected by that running game that he can lean on. The Browns defense has looked phenomenal this year. This mm -hmm. is one of my favorite rosters from the top to bottom. I think they're as talented as any team in the league. That's why I was on their team total over going into the season. If you remember from our future show coach. So yeah, I don't think this app necessarily has a huge effect or it's going to necessarily um, equate to Baker Mayfield's numbers falling off a cliff or anything like that. I think he's going to continue to game manage. I think he's going to continue to be efficient. And I think if anything, they're just going to lean a little bit more on Kareem Hunt, on Nick Chubb, who I both like this week, and I think are going to continue to carry the rock for them. Awesome. Awesome. Dave, if what do you, you got? If you remember last week, I love the over for Odell Beckham. It was my favorite prop of the week. I sat down to watch the game with the Cleveland Browns. When do I ever watch the Cleveland Browns outside of work? It's never. Never. And 
Baker missed him so many times. Odell should have had over 100 yards and two touchdowns in the game, coach. He was that open, and Mayfield kept missing him. So when you talked about Baker and the shoulder, I think it absolutely is going to affect him moving forward. It did just affect him in this game. By the way, I can't stand Odell Beckham this week in fantasy. He's like a flex this week, and I'm going to try and find his player prop. Uh, It's 57 and a half. Okay, that number's pretty low. But we've seen this Chargers pass defense shut down CeeDee Lamb, Mari Cooper, Tyreek Hill, Terry McLaurin. They are very good. And my guess is that they're going to do the same thing to Beckham. And that means it's going to be hard for Baker Mayfield to put up a lot of yards. Now, I think the books know it because I'm looking at his player prop at Caesar Sportsbook right now. It's 225 and a half. I would kind of sort of want to lean toward the under there knowing that big, and this is an unofficial one. Don't count it against me. It's kind of lean. We're just lean. But this, is, this is another one of those double sprinkles. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to give yeah. just a little bit. I think it's worth two that Baker Mayfield goes under here because I think that shoulder could be wrong for him all year and it could cause some serious uh, inaccuracy in his throws. I feel like you just created a new segment on the show, Dave, and I've got to figure out how I'm going to do it, but it's going to be called double sprinkle. And <laughs> it may, I, I, I know how I'm going to do it, but you just created a new segment on the show. So all thank right. you. It's yeah. I, I've, I know how I'm going to do it. Uh, all right. God, I love doing this show. All right. We're up against you. Grab your paper, grab your pencil. Here is the recap of our official plays from my man, prop stars and Dave from fantasy football today. We're going to go Corderell Patterson over 41 and a half receiving yards. Jamison Crowder over four and a half catches. Dan Arnold over two and a half receiving. You heard all of that really insightful analysis on the Jacksonville situation from Alex that we cannot ever repeat. Damian Harris over 14 and a half fresh attempts. The Justin Fields under his completion prop of 18 and a half. Then let's go to Dave. Uh, the player from Atlanta over three and a half catches. <laughs> the kicker from Atlanta over one and a half field goals. Zach Ertz. Favorite play of the week. I cannot believe that this number is still at two and a half. Can't believe it. Then we're going to go to Miami over three and a half for Gasecki and the Andre Hopkins. Let's go under all kinds of weapons there for the Cardinals. And Kyler Murray will be spreading that around. By the way, I wanted to tell you guys this because it happened on Monday and I thought you'd get a kick out of it. We were giving out all these props and Alex was there and somebody in the YouTube comments said, David, they said, you guys should really do a show on Friday with props because Monday seems like it's too late. What a great idea. Yeah, what a great idea. I literally said, we do a show every Friday just on props. And that guy just disappeared from the comment section. It was like he was gone. Like, oh, oh, my bad. I got got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. All right. Don't forget our next NFL show. We have three on Sunday, our morning show at 10 a.m., then at noon to 1, we count down to all the 1 Eastern games. Then from 7 to 8 Eastern time, we count down to Sunday night football. And this week, Bills Chiefs. Remember, new start time, 7.20 Eastern time for all of our primetime shows. And we'll go all the way up to kickoff instead of stopping at 8 Eastern time. So we're changing it a little bit, but we're doing it so you guys can get a better handle on all the picks leading right up to kickoff. All right? We can't grow without all you guys. You guys are helping us grow so much. And we, you've got your marching orders. See, I got you. I got you right in the middle of a compliment. You didn't see that one coming. Let's take all these tickets straight to the pay window. For my man, Dave Richards. For Alex, Proppy Prop Stars. And the jeweler who puts it all together here at the brand. We grind, we grind, and we grind for you. Tell your friends your favorite brand. 
There's only one. The Early Itch. Good luck.